All right, all right. It's another episode of More Later. My name is Brett Baker. I host this with Brian Crawl. And you, you know who you are, so I don't have to tell you who you are. The crazy thing is, I know who you are, too. That is the power of the modern podcast. Anyway, thanks for coming back. Uh, We didn't quite get to 6 billion downloads like I wanted to with the last episode. I'm not blaming you, though, because I know you were one of the people that downloaded it. So thank you. Um, We'll try again for 6 billion this episode. And if we don't get there, hey, we got room for improvement, right? Uh, Let's see. So I think my brain is broken. Uh, something, something is going on. I'm just not remembering things very well. And like, create, like in this episode, you'll hear, I can't remember a name of a particular guy. And it finally comes to me. And I know at the point that it comes to me, you're going to be listening and saying that it's so-and-so. And, you know, I don't know why I can't remember, but I just can't. But anyway, something just happened that kind of alarms me. So I'm on my phone on the weekends. I'm kind of on my phone throughout the day. I do this grocery shopping thing and I'm constantly on my phone for that. And today, like I, I was working with that for a few hours and my phone almost died. So I had to come home and charge it for a little while and then I'm back out. Anyway, my phone is, is dead. Okay. So it's late at night. I'm just kind of hanging out. My, I see my phone dies oh, I should plug it in. But uh, the the charger, the brick part is is downstairs in the kitchen. So, okay, I'll go downstairs in the kitchen and get it and plug it in before I do this, this recording. I go downstairs into the kitchen and then I come back up with a glass, a cup of tea that sounds very British. It's it's not a, it's a it's a plastic cup with crystal light. It's not like a, a cup a cup of British tea that I'm drinking with my pinky held high. Um, and I realize I didn't get the stupid brick, the stupid charging brick. So, okay, I go back downstairs. I go into the kitchen, and then I'm sidetracked by stupid Ritz crackers. I have this Ritz cracker obsession that has developed over the last month or so. I'm eating like a box of Ritz crackers a week. It's ridiculous. You shouldn't, no person, definitely no grown man should sit and eat an entire sleeve of Ritz Ritz crackers in a day. I mean, I don't sit down and eat them endlessly, but, you know, two here, three there, four there. Soon the whole damn sleeve's gone. That's what happened tonight when I went to the kitchen. I went and I got some Ritz crackers and came back upstairs and ate a couple crackers, drank a little bit of tea, looked at my phone, still dead, still not plugged in. I still don't have my stupid charging brick. It's still in the kitchen. So for the third time, I had to go downstairs and get it because I can't remember from upstairs to downstairs, like 15 steps, I can't remember what I'm doing. It's sad. It's really sad. I don't know what it's a sign of. Maybe too, just too much on my mind. Maybe the charging brick isn't that important to me. I don't know. Um, hopefully it's not a sign of mental deterioration though, because I, I don't, I don't, I'm only 41. I don't want to deteriorate. Anyway, uh, you're going to hear me and Brian talk. I don't think there's anything that needs any explanation in this episode. It's an entertaining one at Aren't They All. Um, and even though we didn't get to 6 billion people last episode, we did get more people than the previous episode, which got more people than the previous episode. So we're growing. You're, you might not have told six billion of your friends, but you told some of your friends. So tell a few more, and we'll get it out there. Uh, keep keep the audience growing, and 
Brian and I will keep recording these and hopefully everybody will keep listening and we'll just keep it going and going and going and there will be more later. Eh, eh, not too bad. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, this is me and Brian back at his house. How come you're not doing alcohol, dude? I feel like a fucking drunk. Well, I have a water, then alcohol. Responsible and stuff. Do you buy oh. new life waters or do you just reuse that? Um, we buy a six pack a week and I'll use this for like six or seven refills. Okay. Which they say, well, I mean, it, your bacteria is in there, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I would be concerned if I was 85 years old, <laughs> but, but I'm not. Right. And I mean, your body can fight that shit off. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, my own mouth bacteria. I right. work with with mouth bacteria. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, but do you see the irony here <laughs> of, of you saying that you would be concerned about the bacteria in the bottle mm -hmm. if you were 85 years old right. and you have an immune system? Right. Yeah, we just talked in one of the previous episodes about how neither one of us want to touch a bathroom handle because of germs well i mean <laughs> but i'm totally the same we can way go into that how i mean a lot of her we have a lot of contradictions we do and there there i mean you can't you there's not a lot of linear like right. this and then so this and then this and then this because yeah <laughs> i think it's like one of those control things so i mean for example, yesterday we're, we were at my sister's house, mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, handling handling food, and I'm like, washing my hands, I'm watching other people, blah, blah, blah. But I dropped a piece of meat on the floor that I dropped, okay, and I picked it up and ate it because I Cooked had to... Meat? Yeah. Okay. So, so I had the control. It's kind of like the whole... Like I have this, I, I hate flying mm -hmm. because I'm not in control because I feel like if, like, like if I have control of a vehicle, I have a shot of right. maybe avoiding an accident or making it not as bad. Yeah. In an airplane, <laughs> I have no shot. Right. And yeah. no, and the thing is, is like a fucking bird can bring down a fucking jumbo jet right which yeah. always freaks me out right like, people laugh about me about that fear because it rarely happens yeah okay just knowing but, the fact that a bird can take down a yeah. jet okay right. if it only happened once it can fucking happen yeah but so so and then i hear the whole um well uh, uh, planes are the safest mm -hmm. form of travel, and I'm not arguing that right. at all. There are um, not many plane crashes. Mm -hmm. There are astronomical number of number of car accidents right. per day. Yeah, but but the thing you with know, I have a little control in a car exactly, and like most airplane pilots. Mm -hmm know what they're doing right and like have done done it a right. lot and you know take it seriously and aren't right. looking at their phones and stuff right, right? right. it's like if i'm driving i know that i'm okay right most of the time i mean i'm guilty sometimes of looking at my phone too which i, mm. I, I absolutely shouldn't but but like i know that a lot of other people on the road aren't okay well, so I mean, there is that control i mean you're not going to hit another plane in the air and of course it, it has happened right but like you if there's another bad pilot you don't have to worry about him like missing a red light and sideswiping you like right. when you're driving and, you know and while distraction is an issue you know i found since being being in this job for this job i have i drive around everywhere to people's houses but i'm finding because i watch people while they're driving i'm watching the road but i mean i am anticipating assholes and, oh yeah you have to and i'm finding more and more it's not that they're on their phone it is the fact that they think there's nobody else 
on the road. On the road, yeah. They they literally think. I'm pretty sure. I haven't ever pulled over and talked to them, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that they think there's nobody behind them. Yeah. Nobody in front of them. Right. Nobody on the side, and they don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Well, they don't care. And and being being in a parking lot, holy shit, forget it. They think they're. They're the only person in a parking lot. They are yeah. literally the only car there. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's a, it's a it's a total control issue. But yeah, well, um, the well, we can get with the, the obliviousness of like grocery people in grocery stores too, like doing this shipped grocery delivery thing that I do and like spending. 15, 20, 25 hours a week in a grocery store. You just see, and we even saw it when we would, when we worked in a grocery store in high school, like right. you, you actually had this theory that most people, when they walk into a grocery store, their IQ drops like in half. Yes, <laughs> it's absolutely, like half. absolutely. But like, there are so many people who are just oblivious to their surroundings and you know, they're standing in the middle of the aisle or they can't fathom that somebody's trying to get by or, and like, sometimes I understand, like if you're a mom with a bunch of kids right. with you or something, your mind is elsewhere. If you're an old person, but like, if you're an able-bodied adult and just like, I, I should be able to run you over with my cart right. or at least yell at you without well, repercussions. Well, this is the, um, um, first time you're hearing this, I had a little altercation with <laughs> one of your fellow shipped people. Uh-oh, let's hear it. This is a nonverbal altercation. <laughs> so this fucking dude was in a hurry. And I and I totally understand because he's on a time clock to right. get the order filled. Okay, fine. But you don't have to be an asshole. Yeah. So... So I walk into Meyer, I get my cart, and I'm walking over to the oranges. And and I've got bag in hand, and I'm going for these oranges, and he, like, darts in front of me. How, how he darted in front of me to, like, hurry, yeah. to hurry and get his, his orange. I was like, holy shit, wow. <laughs> okay, that's fine. And, and I... Got my oranges. Then I'm walking. He's by the I don't I don't know the fucking pears or whatever. So I'm walking past him. He darts in front of me with his fucking cart, and and I'm like, motherfucker! I'll give you one time of <laughs> being rude, but yeah, twice is too much. So so I'm watching where he is and. He's by the bananas, so I go over there, but I put my cart, so I know he's not paying attention at all, so I put my cart to where <laughs> he was going to fucking run into it, Yeah, and he... And he darts over, gets his shit, and he fucking like totally stumbled into the <laughs> car. And, and I'm like, you're an asshole. I, I don't know. I have a real like thing with uh just common courtesy yeah that yeah, for sure just bothers me yeah. and i and i was thinking afterwards as i was laughing to myself thinking like i like the first time i would have been the the orange thing i was like okay he's you know right cool yeah i am out of your way right okay the other two times, <laughs> yeah. it's just too yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, you can you can give a little grace like the first time, yes. you know, but like, yeah. it, you know, if it's a pattern. Don't like, be a just, dick about yeah. it. I mean, I understand, but you can move fast, but not be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. My, my problem is that I, sometimes if I'm moving fast in the store, I will be able to see like, the people in front of me and be able to see like where I want to go and be like, okay, I want to like, you know, walk straight, go around this person, go between these two people and go. But that's on the assumption that they're all going to do what I think they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And then if like somebody is like, Oh look, there's Oreos. And then like cuts to right, the left real right. quick. Then all of a sudden I look like a jerk because this person <laughs> cut in front of me and I'm walking too fast mm -hmm. and I almost take them out. So, but if that happens then I'm always, you know, I just kind of like back off and try to be like, you know, sorry. I know. So 
So you're at Meyer often. Do you get depressed going in there after Christmas? Because all it's the like... so it not. De- I mean, yeah, it's when I was in there, like a the day down. after. <coughs> I did. I did an order yesterday morning for eight a.m. Mm-hmm. delivery. So I was in there at like seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. And when I was in there that early last week at seven fifteen, it was the place was a madhouse already at seven fifteen. Right. When I went in there yesterday, I think it was yesterday, there were very few people in there at all. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the the post like craziness letdown is like real right. because like it goes back to that thing that we talked about a couple of episodes ago, where like there are certain places where you want there to be people. Mm-hmm. And you yes. want it to be busy, you know? Right. So, like, before Christmas, it's, like, the happening cool, not cool, or, what, you know, the happening busy place or whatever. And then after Christmas, it's, like, oh, you know, just, like, sadness. Or, right. Like, I don't know. Right. I went into Meyer last night, I, I don't know, like, 10 o'clock. I, you know, had this urge to get light bulbs and toilet paper. So, <laughs> so I get light bulbs and toilet paper, but I'm, like walking around and it's that whole like to me the holidays are the build-up it's not just the actual like right. actual uh, christmas it's the build-up yeah. also that's mm-hmm. awesome but like i'm walking down that the like main aisle and there's like the fucking christmas candies out of there they have valentine's right Day yeah shit out now all the baking shit is out yeah there. they had like pallets of flour and sugar which a few days before christmas i was like nobody's gonna buy all this shit. right but <laughs> yeah. i mean they like moved that out and you know i like walked past the decorations um and like i'm just like oh man it's fucking over yeah well i always look at the at the baking aisle because like in the weeks before Thanksgiving, they mm-hmm. put an extra shelf on the top to store like backstock for the baking aisle. I don't think I've ever noticed that. And then talk about non-observant yeah, assholes. And I mean, it's it's like at the very top, and like they they don't expect anybody to reach up there. Okay. And it, it'll just have backstock of whatever items mm-hmm. are in the baking aisle. But like around now, or maybe you know after New Year's or something, they'll take all of that stuff down, and then you'll walk in there, and it'll just because the first time I walked down that aisle when they put that up, it does feel like more enclosed because right. it it's just not open at the top, and then the next time when they take it down, I'll walk in there, and it'll just feel like wide open, and I'll be like, oh, the holidays are over. I mean, th- this episode probably won't air until second week of january or something right. so people listening Which to this will be post christmas yeah post christmas and post new year's right. too which like new year's to me i'm always like i don't really do anything for new year's i've right. never really done anything mm-hmm. for new year's at least not for the last like 20 years other than just like hanging out at home with my kids and even last year mm-hmm. like nobody even cared that it was new year's and right. i so i don't know it's it'll it'll happen but are you doing anything for new year's are you going anywhere no just hanging out yeah uh, but i mean the like the whole uh it's the how i yeah i mean it's a day off right yeah Yeah, it's a day off right it it, which is i mean it's kind of i should have read about this and could have talked about it but like Mm -hmm. the idea that we should get a day off because it's a new year like where did that even come from Right. You know, like, who cares? Right. Unless it unless it really is just like the the celebration of you know people celebrate the night before, and right. I'm always a little leery of like New Year's resolutions and things anyway, because right. I think, I mean, I understand like it's a new year and you can like try to do something better, but then you know you to just say you're going to change absolutely on this day and not mm-hmm. realize that change is gradual and that like, you're probably going to fail at that new year's resolution, <laughs> you know, like you're going to fail. And, but then when you fail, like you can't give up, you mm-hmm. have to just like, okay, well I did whatever I said I wasn't going to do, or I didn't do what I did say I was going to do. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean the whole year shot right now, <laughs> you know, like now I can't do it again until next is January 1st. Right. So if you blow your new year's resolution, don't worry about it. There's another day tomorrow. Start again tomorrow. Even though it's not January 1st, if you start January 17th, it's still going to count. So don't worry about it. 
But getting back to um, your thing about the water bottles and bacteria in there, mm-hmm. it, one of the things that I had on my list of things to talk about was um, food expiration dates. Oh. <laughs> right. So I was... Uh, more, I, my, more illogic on yes. my side that you'll hear later. I was sitting... My, my nine-year-old daughter, Ellie, was sitting at the counter and there was a, a box waiting to be recycled and it was Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes, mm-hmm. which is just <laughs> like... Frosted Flakes must not be trademarked because well, Frosted Flakes is Kellogg's and right. Lucky Charms is General, General Mills. Mills. But so they must not have trademarked the name, or maybe it was, it's just too general. I don't know. But it's Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes, as if there's not enough maybe sugar it's in Lucky a Charms. Serial crossover, <laughs> oh, like yeah, a comic cross, book crossover. crossover. Yeah, <laughs> crossover episode. Um, but so, and she says, "Did we just finish this today?" And I was like, I don't know. I didn't need it. Somebody finished it, I guess. And she's like, because it expired November 9th. And I was like, November 9th, 2019? And she said, yeah. And she said, nah, we're not sick yet. <laughs> so Right. And like, <clears throat> Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes, you're, you're not going to get sick from it being expired, no. probably. It's probably just a freshness, like it's, quote, stale, as if, as if those right. Lucky Charms well, I mean, ever weren't. I mean, but, those... Um expirations are bullshit there's yeah there are laws that the fda has to follow right I mean, right so <laughs> this is where the my logic is skewed okay where i just told you that those expiration dates <laughs> are bullshit <laughs> but i've been known to follow those right. to a t when I was growing up, I, I remember, like, not caring, eating old yogurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, people tell me, oh, well, it's, uh, you know, active. It's fucking Yoplait. There's, there's no probiotics in fucking Yoplait yogurt. <laughs> there's no good bacteria. It's shit, okay? That's all there is to it. There's another sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, Yoplait. <laughs> But I would eat bread with mold, but just take the mold off. I I bit into a hamburger bun that had a mealworm in it. Oh, my God. And I took it out and proceeded to continue eating that bun and burger. It just didn't phase me. Did you eat the mealworm? No. <laughs> but then something happened in August of 2009. Uh, it was a week before the Toronto Pearl Jam show. And I'd be a little more specific, please. <laughs> I I went to make a sandwich using mayonnaise that was nearing the expiration date. So my just call them neuroses <laughs> kicked in. Okay. I was the bread was out, the meat was out. I got the mayonnaise, looked at it, and thought, hey, man, it's expiring. You can't even remember the last time you used uh, mayonnaise. What if you get sick and have to miss those shows? No, that won't happen. <laughs> what if it does happen? You don't know. How much do you want that mayonnaise is really the question. Exactly. <laughs> so I... Th- so I threw the mayonnaise out, but that planted this seed where where I'm like real weird yeah. now. I like know it, but I'll talk myself into it. Like like thinking, if you drink that, I, I mean that isn't good. But so, um, uh, there's a bunch of us that went to New Orleans this past uh, Memorial Day. And we were at a golf course, and we bought this beer from the beer cart person. And we had noticed these cans were put through the ringer. <laughs> like, like fucking dented up, just real shady looking. And my friend Tom 
opens it up, he takes a sip, and he's like, this is fucking terrible. Mm. Like, this is fucking really bad. So, so I open mine, take a sip, and I'm like, holy fuck. So I look at the bottom of it, uh, and the expiration date was was either 2016 or 17. Oh my gosh. And there was bird shit on the fucking oh bottom. No. So who knows how long how these do you things get bird were shit on the bottom of a can. <laughs> they were probably just sitting outside. I mean, they're in. Yeah, yeah, this is the same golf course where where our friend Lauren had had. This, <laughs> Little bag of potato chips and a fucking crow stole them. Like <laughs> stolen from the golf cart, was flying away and then dropped them. So it was probably crow shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, bold crows. Mm-hmm. Well, I think on the on the expiration date, like a lot of it depends on what it is, and I think you made the good call on like mayo, but like anything dairy. I'm not really messing with, except, see, here's uh, my, in, in, what did you say? Not inconsistencies. What's the word you used? Neuroses or, no, or uh, um, like inconsistency. Yeah, That's not the word right. you used, but whatever the word you used was. Um, contradictions. contradictions. Yeah. Um, like for years, I would bring a yogurt to work with me for lunch mm. and my office didn't my like cumulative like my office suite had a refrigerator but I didn't have a refrigerator in my little office so I was like yeah I don't I'm not going to refrigerate it so for years I didn't refrigerate my yogurt that mm. I brought for lunch so I took it out of the refrigerator at like seven mm. and then would eat it at like one so it's sitting out like six hours sometimes it's you know close not close to room temperature but it definitely above like 40 or 45 degrees or whatever it's supposed to be to like keep bacteria from forming i ate it all the time like Mm -hmm. every single day and never had any problems with it so that's not a problem but like if i see a yogurt that's expired (laughs) i'm not gonna eat it right but I don't, there's like, why, why did, why is one thing okay, but the other isn't, you know? And like, like meat, Mm -hmm. I won't go by like the date on me. Not that I end up with like expired (coughs) meat very often, but like I'll buy like reduced ground beef Mm -hmm. at Meyer. Like if it's like, you know, today's the use by date and they mark it 40% off. All right, I'll buy that. And then if I open it up and it's not like brown or it doesn't smell, eh, it's probably fine. I cook it and it's fine. Right. So a little bit of rolling rolling the dice all the time Contradi- on that stuff, yeah. I guess. Contradictions <clears throat> everywhere. Yeah. But then like with your food off the floor thing, I wrote a blog post, uh, chicagonow.com, dry it in the water is the name of the blog in case you want to read it, a few years ago about um, when to eat food off the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was very, I was pro eating food off the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, always did it like didn't think twice about it and then we ended up with dogs in our house mm. i'm not eating anything off the floor in any house where there are dogs right and i don't know why i didn't think of this before but like people's feet are on the floor right shoes or whatever shoes or even like yeah, even mean, if you're not wearing your shoes you still have people's feet like that go into the bathroom right and like you're standing there peeing and then you come out and walk on the floor and then my food drops there and i'm why would i do that it doesn't make sense i'm rethinking my logic of food floor eating there is no logic because you can't it's 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 the immune system. Like right. it's all like a roll of the dice, you know, like you have, you is the, whatever you get off the floor is your immune system going to be able to, right. You know, as long as there's nothing sticking to it. Maybe, although, maybe if we eat off the floor more often, our, our, uh, our immune, immune system, systems will like build up. I actually heard 
someone talking the other day on a podcast about things to improve your immune system mm-hmm. and like doctors said that like we we shield we shelter our kids too much mm-hmm. and they said you should biting kids should be able to bite their nails cuz all that junk under their nails helps improve their immune system mm-hmm. they shouldn't use hand sanitizer cuz they should have more and they should pick their nose and eat it <laughs> yes that is as disgusting as it sounds but like I mean, the kid's going to get beat up if he does that. So hopefully he's doing that. Was uh, that from the journal, uh, the (laughs) journal of like. Journal of how to be bullied. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. No, but so. AMA. (laughs) (laughs) Not advisable. I mean, I, I, that grosses me out every time. There's got to be better ways to improve your immune system than that, but. I don't know. Eating food off the floor, like if as long as nothing's sticking to it, yeah, you're probably okay. But like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it. <laughs> I think that little piece of beef I had probably had some. Yeah. I don't know, dog hair on it. There's a dog in there. Yeah, house. but you're fine. I, I think mean, you so. have an immune. When was this? Yesterday. Oh <clears throat> crap. So there could be, well, all right, well, tune in to the next episode to see if Brian ends up getting <laughs> sick from the meat at the dog place. Well, I mean, it was a dog. pretty small piece. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Dude, it. it only takes a couple of germs. I you know. think germs are big? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, one other thing before we get off this topic. The meat re- re- reminded me of this, but like chicken washing chicken washing there are people and maybe there maybe you do this i don't know that who are convinced that you have to wash raw chicken before you cook it okay because you're getting bacteria off of it by washing it that's in bacteria burn off when you cook exactly it? that is incorrect the fda has like makes a big <laughs> deal about this do not wash raw chicken the only thing you're doing by washing raw chicken is spreading all of those germs all over your sink and countertop and everything else by the splatter of the water. You don't need to wash raw chicken. You need to cook raw chicken. As long as you cook it and it's not raw anymore, you're fine. And if it's not fully cooked, don't eat it. What's that in... What do you put in your chicken? It's a little... Uh... Dry. Oh, it's a little palm olive. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So no need to rinse chicken in case you were wondering whether you should or not. There's your life lesson for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no this, chicken washing. This episode, no 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 chicken washing. So this has bothered me for years. I think people are doing it less, but whenever I still hear it from time to time, and whenever I hear it, it kind of drives me crazy. But people sometimes speak by asking questions of themselves and then answering the questions. And I think everybody does this from time to time. Do I want pepperoni pizza? (laughs) No, I want sausage. No, like... (laughs) Do I wish this podcast was better? Well, of course. I wish we could do better. Can we do any better? Maybe. Right. Why don't we just say, I wish this podcast was better. Why don't we do better? You know? That kind of reminds me. I think there was a, there was a show. There was a Seinfeld episode that had that. Was there? Yeah. I don't even think of it. Like, I didn't even notice it back then. This seems like something of the past, like, five or six or seven years yes. that seems more prominent. There was one... Um, Jerry and Elaine were trying to break up a couple that was Carrie Elways and Deborah Messing. And um, (laughs) Carrie Elways always asked and then answered. answered. And that drove drove Elaine crazy. (laughs) So it does. And like, I think people who do it probably do it a lot. Mm hmm. I think everybody does it a little bit, probably. But there are people who that's like their style of talking. Right. And I just I want to point out to him and be like, just, you don't have to ask the question. You can just eliminate the question and then speak. Right. But to me, it's, it's similar to, and this is people do this much less than they did a few years ago, is 
people ending statements with right, right? Question mark. Like it's such a nice day outside today, right? Yeah, I probably do that periodically. I think uh, periodically to me is fine. Yeah, but there are people who do it endlessly. And there was an episode of the WTF podcast that I listened to a couple weeks ago that somebody did that. I can't remember who it was, but like everything was like, right. And it just, it drove me crazy. And like, um, will, what's that guy's name? Will, he was married to, uh, Farrell. No, not Will Farrell. Hunting. <laughs> will Hunting. No. He was, he was married to Amy Pullen. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ark, not, not Arkin. Will, uh, is her name Amy Polin? Polar? Amy Polar, yeah. Will... No, but he was in Arrested yeah. Development. Oh, yeah. Here, hang on a second. This is, sorry, we can't think of this. I know you're probably screaming at your radio right now telling us that guy's you name. You motherfucker, it's! <laughs> not Will Ferrell. Will... Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah, that's it. What was I going to say about him? Oh, when he was on the WTF episode, the pod, his podcast episode, he said 100% all the time. Like, if, if they, were you excited about that? 100%. Were you, what'd you think? 100%, like everything was what just What bothers like 100%. you more? 100% or 110%? Oh, gosh. I'm gonna get jacked 110 percent, bro. (laughs) Like, no, you're not. There's only 100 percent. You can't do more than that. That's that's everything. Yes. But that so that I typed this into my phone is like something that I wanted to talk about. And this, um, (laughs) when I was doing this, I was getting very passionate about it apparently because I was using the F word, you know what F word that is, throughout. And my phone, for some reason, will not print the F word in talk to text. So if I say fucking, it says F asterisk, 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 like three more times. That's not what I said. I didn't say F asterisk. I just say what I... I'm obviously okay with the word if I said it. So why do you have to filter it in my phone? Is that a setting? Do you think it is? Well, well, yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you can just head in and shut that off. <laughs> really? Yes. As, as you were looking at me, you gave me that like this guy's a real dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a, I mean, I've only had a phone for three years, so I'm still, yeah, so I'm still learning on this phone for thing. For people that know Brett, he was very anti-cell phone and not, not anti-technology. At no. one point, I th- years ago, Brett was a, was, was at the forefront of, of uh, technology <laughs> because I can't wait to hear this. he is... <laughs> One of the first people I knew that had a computer in his house and like AOL and and just like using all this, to me I was just like holy shit, yeah. dude, you fucking got a computer, yeah, awesome, for sure. yeah. And uh, but then I'm like, as years passed, you know, we went around the like late nineties, used to make fun of people with. Um, phones yeah then i got one and swore i would only use it in emergencies yeah. which, who the fuck does it what an <laughs> right. asshole so well that with the but, advent of the smartphone though like everything yeah. changed and 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 like that's what i always wondered with you what the anti anti-phone thing was you know i thought no i like on one hand, I thought, man, that's pretty hardcore. If he can make it until he's fifty without a phone, which <laughs> uh, many people do, right. okay, and 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 that's okay. I I thought you were like, um, you would find smartphones advantageous because of the technology, I right? Know. Yeah. So, so when I see you on it currently, I'm like, right. see, dude, you're. 
And see, you're missing out. And see, I think the reason why I was so anti it was because I knew that this would happen. And like, I knew I would have my phone with me all the time. I knew I would be like looking at, I'd stop at a red light and look at stupid shit. I would like, it's always with me and it drives me crazy, Mm. you know? And like, I, I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping the past few months. So I'll be up at like, you know, three o'clock in the morning and unable to sleep. And instead of just like laying there dealing with it, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, well, let me, let me look at my phone. And like, there's nothing on my phone that's going to help me sleep. Like, I'm just going to scroll through some old Facebook stuff or some like Instagram stuff or something that like. You should watch YouTube videos of, uh, (laughs) of uh, Dr. Pimple Popper like I did. So like, okay, so Doctor Pimple Popper is so gonna Doctor. You were on the cutting edge with that, yes, Doctor Sandra <laughs> Lee out of California. I started following her years ago because it's some fast. It's fucking gross, but it's so fascinating that people have these skin issues, which which she helps out with. Um, so I would like watch her, her 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 um users or views like move up move up move okay. up and uh-huh. i'm like holy shit she's like she's catching up. up she's like taking off and she hit like five hundred thousand people and then a million and then two ma- she has her own tv show on tlc That's now I, I mean but yeah <clears throat> those are calming watching people pop their blackheads <laughs> but but are they but also do not do not watch uh, amateur amateur recordings of uh, street fights like like <laughs> world star hip hop. Do not look that up because <laughs> world star <laughs> because because you'll get sucked in and think, holy shit, he just knocked that motherfucker out, and then you start getting hyped up. Then the next thing you know, you're fucking <laughs> wide awake, and you want to go fight somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the recording people usually <laughs> like scream world star. They'll <laughs> there's these random people recording. And there's always one asshole yelling, World Star! World Star <laughs> Because he knows knows he's gonna post on the World Star website or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> so this is like some underground street fighting thing? No. No, it's uh, it, it actually actually I haven't. They're really, not staged fights, right? They're real fights. No, they are real fights that like randomly happen at bars, at Walmart, <laughs> people, in a parking lot, at high schools, and people just happen to notice, right? The old world Taco stuff. Bell, wherever this shit happens, but it's like widely known that um, you can post this shit on World Star. So, so I think now I'm not well versed on World Star. You and sound like you're pretty well, well versed. Maybe I'm one of our listeners can can uh, can educate us. It sounds like World Star m- might have started off as some kind of like music site, possibly okay. or something. But they they post street fight compilations on youtube and that's what i'm interested in okay so that's the that's maybe where the hip-hop part of it comes from world star hip-hop well i mean there's there's no music that's added into these fights right but like you know maybe that was the original like you know years ago like the genesis yep, of it possibly was, but was i mean hip-hop. it's yeah yeah there it's like yeah. how MTV doesn't play music right. anymore. <laughs> right. Like like I like watching boxing periodically. I used to watch a lot of it when I was younger. Um no, I'll enjoy a MMA fight, but there's like nothing like well and <laughs> I don't want to participate in one, but there's <laughs> nothing like watching a real amateur fight and yeah. seeing a person getting punched in the face and crumbling and smashing their head on the ground it's it's pretty fucked up yeah I'm and sure. i mean it really sure. and i cringe when they'll get into this like wrestling and and like and and it's usually men that are 
probably drunk at a bar or yeah. whatever, that one of them will like slam the other on the pavement. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. dude, that because there's a few few um that I've watched and 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 I'm and I'm left thinking like that fucking dude's dead. Right. Like, you, that it, guy's fucking dead. It, it I, just, really, I just witnessed a murder. Yeah, it really makes you marvel at, like, what the human body can endure sometimes. And it, and it um, kind of, like, I always, <laughs> I've watched a shitload of these compilations, <laughs> but I always walk away thinking, like, you guys just got to talk this out because <laughs> right. somebody's going to die. Yeah. Like, you, like right. it really isn't worth it. And yeah. it's and it's usually over, like, stupid yeah, bullshit. I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's like nobody wants to back down. Nobody wants to be the person that be. I know. A like, life this, lesson this just, just like, let's fucking walk away. Yeah. Like, I understand violence is needed at times. I'm a real, real proponent of that logic. <laughs> But <laughs> like by the bananas at Meyer, <laughs> right? But when like shit goes down, try to just fucking talk it out because yeah, like I said, I like I think I've seen people get killed. That's and, crazy. Yeah, it's fucked well. Up. Uh, two things. One, like it it makes me things like that make me. There are certain things that I experience like from time to time that make me realize how big the world is. Mm -hmm. And like being in any city will do that. Being at like an amusement park and seeing like tons of people at one place will do that. Mm -hmm. Like all these people are living their day-to-day lives that have nothing to do with you. Right. Like the world is a big place. But then like all those all those people planned out that they would be there on that right, day. Exactly. The same day exactly. you chose. And the other thing that I think of is like every, and this is totally morbid and I'm sorry if this hits a sore spot with anybody, but like every time I go to a Cubs game mm-hmm. and like there's 40,000 people there, I always think statistically somebody here is going to die today. Like st- I, and I think that's buy think, me some peanuts and cracker jack. I think that's I think like one out of forty thousand people die. Right. I mean, yeah. They, I it, mean, it has to. I mean, because you think of like the average lifespan, like forty thousand days. You know that people don't live forty thousand days, which is a hundred more than a hundred years. So yeah. I mean, one out of 40,000. Those are averages. Right, averages. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm just statistically speaking, like somebody here, I mean, and I I just hope it's not me or the people that I'm with. Right, so when I go to a Cubs game, I'm rooting for, you know, Anthony Rizzo to hit a home run. Apparently, Brett's thinking, some fucker's going to die today. I don't think it all the time. Just like sometimes, you know. And sometimes I think if I have one more beer, it might be me. But then, like, especially, like I said in the bleachers, in 2018 for the first time in like 19 or 20 years probably oh yeah and it's an experience when it's when uh we were heckling orlando merced 19 years ago yeah yeah i think so (laughs) and um but and i mean it's it's super fun but like there's in like i'm i was guilty of it too i didn't do a whole lot of game watching i did a whole lot of talking and a whole lot of drinking yeah yeah yeah, I can't sit out there anymore. To me, like it's... I'm, go ahead. No. Like, I'm to the point now, like, if I'm at a public event, you know, like a Cubs game, a concert, like, like I don't want to be fucking bothered. And I just... The bleachers at Wrigley just seem that they would bother me. It's just like too much other shit happening. And that's yeah. my own problem. And which is why I choose to not sit there. But to, so that goes to what I was about to say is that going to a game at Wrigley and probably anywhere really is, it's a number of different experiences and it can be whatever you want it to be. So like mm-hmm. when I go to Wrigley with my kids or with, my son, Brian, who's a hardcore Cubs fan, and just the two of us go, we're going there, we're watching the game, maybe we're keeping score, we're talking about all the players, we're doing all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I bring all three, all four of my kids or all three of the ones that usually go, 
it's a different experience. Right. It's let's go to the concession stand. Let's, yeah. you know, eat. Let's how much stuff can we eat? Do you want to try the the burgers? Do you want some peanut? Whatever. And the game is maybe a little secondary. If I when I've gone to sit in the bleachers, especially in the times that I did in 2018, it was more like a social like. We're here, we're talking, we're drinking, the game happens to be going on. Right. And like the game goes by super fast. Right. The game always goes by super fast. But like I didn't go there with the expectation of like keeping score and like talking about, you know, oh, right. do you remember this time five years ago against the Braves when this guy hit a double right. down the line? And, and right. you know, so it's it's just a, a different good. experiences. So like if you went to the bleachers saying I'm here as like a social place just to kind of hang out and like where if you go in with the thought of it being like a crowded bar or just like a good time to like hang out with some other people or whatever or like if you just a beautiful place to go mm-hmm. it it's less irritating but if you go and you're like I want to pay attention to the game eh, depending on who that's you're with the bleachers place. might not be the place right, you want right. to go right and that's why I don't sit there, but that's an excellent point. I don't think I looked at it like that. When I think of baseball, I think of watching it. Right. But yeah. that's not always the case. No. And it and it uh, doesn't have to be the case. Right. It doesn't have to be. And that's why you and I talked a few months ago one night when we went out uh, during the season about the net netting at baseball stadiums mm-hmm. and you were kind of pro extending it down the lines. And I was very much anti extending mm-hmm. it down the lines. But after talking to you and thinking about it a little bit, I kind of changed my mind and I'm pro extending it down the lines now because a number of things. One, what I just talked about, you have people that go to the game that aren't necessarily there to watch the game, mm-hmm. that are just there because they want to hang out with their friend or, right. you know, they, you know, uh, somebody like their partner wants to watch the game and they just want to spend time with their partner mm-hmm. or kids that just want to go because it's a game and they know their parents like the game and they're not mm-hmm. going to pay attention. And like those people, you know, especially with the advances in technology bats and training and all of that that where balls are going faster and everything and it's more dangerous like those people deserve to be protected yeah and you know while i still think that there should be that's extended i still think people need to accept a level of responsibility Responsibility. because like i don't care who you are Nobody is watching every pitch. I know people that claim they watch every pitch, but like I always point out to them, do you know how exhausting it is to be at a baseball game and watching every pitch? And while I watch you order a beer that's passed (laughs) out and you going into your wallet, pitches are being thrown. So you are not watching every pitch. That's right. But there also needs to be a level of... um, responsibility like like i understand people have the right to where they want to sit if they're willing to pay but then you also have to think do i really want to be here with my three-year-old with right. a ball screaming off a bat at 140 miles an hour? right do i really yeah need... maybe the upper deck is the place yeah. to sit for those people maybe not as close and then <clears throat> there's a trade-off of wanting the seats at a sporting event extended into the field of play. Right. Those seats at Wrigley before and at most newer baseball parks were not that close. Right. They were set back. They were set back yeah. for a reason. Right. And Wrigley Field got rid of the bullpens on the field so they could add more seats. Right. So you have like so, five or six rows of seats that were never there before. Well, I think there should be nets. I want people to to kind of think about like, you know, I am, I am responsible. When I was in England a few years back, they don't have, I was walking on cliffs and shit Mm -hmm. and parks. (laughs) They don't have fucking railings at all. They have the kind of, European logic right. of if you're an asshole and want to fall off this <laughs> right. cliff, it's you your fucking it. problem. Right. Yeah. Be our guest. Right. Here, I mean, there's 
fences and blockages right. because nobody can can accept responsibility. And you still have the people that will ignore those right. and climb the yeah. fences. So in the, I mean, you see people all the time that not all the time, but occasionally that like jump the fence at the Grand Canyon for a closer look and right. fall off and whatever. Mm -hmm. And and I mean that's fine. Like if you want to if you want to jump off for a better look, be my <laughs> guest. But hopefully you you won't be disappointed when when you're plummeting to your death. <laughs> yeah. Just know that it's Enjoy your fault. Enjoy the view. <laughs> yeah. Just just realize it's your fault. You are responsible. Well, the crazy thing to me is like when that happens at Yellowstone mm -hmm. and you have these like hot springs, like these acidic hot springs, like there will be a boardwalk. I've never been to Yellowstone, but I've read a lot about it. You, There will be a boardwalk that will like extend from like point A to point B. And on either side of the boardwalk, there's like pools of water, of like hot water. And every once in a while, you'll read about like some idiot who decided to like check out the hot spring or whatever and like ends up slipping and falling and falling in there. And like it's so hot and so acidic, the person just disintegrates. Holy like shit. there's nothing to like if somebody falls in there, they don't even try to get them. They just right. like disintegrate. Right. They like, just got to fill out forms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's once that asshole fell in, it's let's, just administrative paperwork yeah, at that point. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, which man, I can't believe I haven't thought of that in my writing. I get my next book. I think has to take place at Yellowstone. Yeah. You can just shove somebody into one of those. There you go. Acidic Some fucking springs. sulfur spring. Or yeah. Whatever. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, baseball netting. Yeah. I mean, it should happen, but but realize. There's a level of responsibility. Yeah. yeah. But even like in, you know, in the outfield, there are going to be people in the bleachers that still get hit, you know, right. because like they're not going to put netting, high netting in the outfield because right. you don't want to take away all those home runs. And there's mm -hmm. going to be somebody who's going to get hit in the head with the ball because they're not paying attention. Right. And that ball gets on you fast. Mm -hmm. Like I've been at games where foul balls have come like somewhat nearby and mm -hmm. it's amazing how fast they come. They're traveling. Yeah. And there was that video of the guy, maybe it was a World Series game in like center field that had like beer in his hands. I think it was just, the, or maybe. Like Ast the Astros game in the ALCS. It, maybe that was yeah. it. Some, somewhere late in the playoffs <laughs> and you just like let the ball hit him in the chest. Right. Which everybody made a big deal, like, oh, he didn't drop his beer. Well, he put he dropped his beer afterwards right. to get the ball, but then he had a pulmonary embolism. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. They didn't do the follow up yeah. where the guy's lung collapsed from the ball hitting him in the chest. Yeah, that's not as much of a feel good story. I think sure. they made a commercial or something. They did something they did, else like, after that. Yeah, yeah, like Budweiser or something, right. or like some, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, jump if you drink over. Budweiser, you can take a, <laughs> you can take a ball 200 mile chest. an hour baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you'll think you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can, but you'll think you can. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you know, maybe... Maybe this summer we'll go and we'll sit in the bleachers and we'll do an entire episode about our experience in the bleachers. Because okay. you could do an entire episode about it. <clears throat> right. Like, especially just the, the people. The, the super optimistic thing that the Cubs do with the bleachers is that they put... The bleachers are general admission. So, mm -hmm. like, you buy a bleacher ticket, you can sit anywhere in the bleachers that you want. Okay. And they, but they do have numbered... They do have numbers on the bleachers. Mm -hmm. So like they'll have, you know, seat 14 and then a foot down seat 15 and seat. But like nobody just takes up one seat on the bleachers. Mm -hmm. Like when I went, there were two of us and we took up three seats because like to take up two, you're like shoulder to shoulder. It's not comfortable right. at all. So if you don't arrive early, then you're up top in the standing room only section mm -hmm. of the bleachers. Like, and that's the genius thing they did when they rebuilt Wrigley. They put like an entire like platform or something at the top of the bleachers that can hold like a couple thousand people because there's not enough room in the bleachers for everybody. Because right. if everybody like sat cheek to cheek, you could, 
but like nobody wants to do that especially like if you're there in the summer and it's hot and whatever like right. you don't want to be on top of people no so like we got there we got our seats claim claim your seats and then just stay put so nobody takes them now i know that we tried not to talk about sports too much but i mean it's a part of both of us do you just touching on really fields so so brett is probably the person that it that uh that i personally know that is most knowledgeable with with baseball history and everything but so do you like the changes at wrigley does it bother you that that like left field like mall area or or right. the changes within personally i would i used to be a a proponent of they should i got to the point where i thought they would never win a world series because of wrigley and their schedule and right. they should just fucking bulldoze it and then move out to like arlington heights yeah. because it is with me it is about winning right win yeah don't fuck history history and yeah. sports is nice to read <laughs> when you are living in it you want to win but luckily they won right they uh only won one game at wrigley and I love Wrigley, and I wouldn't want it to to change. But at one point, it, like probably around like 2013, 14, I I, I thought it was necessary. I, yeah. I was convinced. I was like, yeah. they're never going to win here because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Now, now I've been there numerous times in the last, you know, ten years for games went there when i was younger and and i like the changes changes they don't fucking bother me it yeah. still seems like i still get light added when i walk in there yeah and it's awesome yeah, yeah. i think <clears throat> no the changes don't bother me um it, they had to be done the, the alternative was as you say like getting rid of it and just starting over somewhere else right. you know and i didn't want that to happen but I also think that they're being a little bit disingenuous by calling it a remodel. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back and you look at all of the off season pictures of the past five or six years, I, they're done now. They didn't do anything this year, but like the past five or six years, they rebuilt the entire stadium piece by piece. Mm -hmm. Like the upper deck is pretty much the same, but like, if you look like they, when they redid the bleachers, the only thing standing was the wall. Everything behind the bleachers torn down, and then in center field, like where the scoreboard is, all of that remained. But like from right center to the right field pole, and left center to the left field pole, that's all new. And like when you go there now, you know that it's all new. If you were there before, like oh, that you could never walk under the bleachers before. Yes, and yes. now you can. And now they're you know, and even like behind, they did a really good job of rebuilding it so it looked like what it looked mm -hmm. like before right but like unless you're in the upper deck mm -hmm. nothing is what it was before right like even that main like concourse like that was all rebuilt right. they, like any the bathrooms everything the concession mm -hmm. stands they rebuilt it so it looked like it did before mm -hmm. but like if you look at the old pictures it's completely new right so you know, and even, you know, the playing surface they redid a few years before that, they lowered it a couple of feet and took a crown out of it. Um, so I don't, I think it's a little disingenuous to say that this park is 115 years old or whatever, 105 years old or whatever right. it is. It's not like parts of it probably are, right. but I don't think they had a choice. They right. couldn't just leave it how it was. I mean, concrete was falling from places right. of it you know right and, and i don't know if i don't i don't know i don't know if they had to change it to win although the i was surprised when i took a wrigley field tour a few years ago i was surprised how small their locker room was their clubhouse mm -hmm. it was not big at all mm -hmm. and now they have this beautiful one that's like under the field i guess right and I was surprised by like how crappy some of the facilities looked. Mm -hmm. So maybe that helps them win. I don't, 
I don't know if it does or if that's just an excuse or what, but I mean, it maybe it's just coincidental that as they were remodeling the field, they won the World Series right. and they've been better. I don't know. No. No, I went there in August. I think it was August 21st with a few friends and um, one of them pointed out, it was a Friday day game and he pointed out something that I had forgotten actually that i like knew but i think i took it for granted there's like not it's it's um still a neighborhood baseball right. park mm -hmm. there are not many out there right. and it's and and it's unique yes yeah and um that the location is worth something yeah and when i thought about that i was like oh yeah know what i'm i'm happy you pointed that pointed it out to me to yeah. like because i th felt like afterwards i was like yeah i mean that's pretty much what makes it awesome right I mean, yeah I mean, and i mean even with the stuff that they have rebuilt like right. across clark street they have the hotel zachary yeah. now which was never there and right they, you know all of that stuff it just kind of is an extension of Wrigley mm -hmm. field but it's still like in the neighborhood Right. You know, you can still walk on the other side you of Wrigley Field. There's houses. Yeah. You know, across yeah. Waveland and Sheffield. There's, mm -hmm. I mean, farther down on the right. immediate, the rooftops are all businesses. Now. Right. Which, if you've never been to a Wrigley Field rooftop, you should go. It's awesome. It's we. I went this past year, and it was cold and it was rainy, but it was still super fun. All you can eat food. Great views. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. But um, the with just like rebuilding the stadium, like if the alternative was to just tear it down and move to like some place like off of an expressway in like some suburban industrial park mm -hmm. or something, like yeah, this is much more preferable. Like you can't, you you're not going to have the 1970s, 80s Wrigley Field feel all the time, right? And be a competitive team mm -hmm. you know it's just things are different now and that that's just the way it is right. so like my like like argument argument for that always always uh, was if they were winning nobody would fucking care where the field was right because it's yeah it right. is about winning right yeah yeah well hopefully they get back to that yes next year <laughs> all right that's another episode that you've listened to. An episode, before we end, I want to give Brian one last chance to mention Lang Ice. <laughs> so, so, so this will be happening every episode. Visit your local Strack and Van Tills for Lang Ice, the best ice that is out there uh, for retail consumption. You'll be happy when your drink is colder and uh, uh, and your ice is still intact. I had last week had a um, had a Coke. I poured it at ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> I came back at two thirty with a little bit left, four hours, and there were still some ice cubes left because that's laying ice. <laughs> if that was home city ice, that shit would, would have been melted within minutes. Laying ice lasts for hours. So go buy laying ice and make your drink happy. Make your, make your mouth happy. Make your drink happy. <laughs> All right, that's as good as it gets right there. So... Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, bye.